0: This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fetke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending September 19th of 2020, the Federal Reserve offers an improved 2020 forecast for U.S. economic growth. Empty nesters are getting their adult kids back, and the Detroit rental market has gotten a bit wacky. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We'll begin with economic news from this past week and an update on economic policy from the Federal Reserve. The Fed said in a statement it expects to keep short term bank rates near zero until the end of 2023 and that inflation would have to rise above 2% for some time before rates are increased. The Fed issued a new forecast for economic growth, saying it expects the full year to show a GDP of 3.7%. That's much better than a previous forecast of negative 6%. But it lowered its outlook for 2021 from 5% to 4%. It also lowered 2022 from 3.5% to 3%, with a 2.5% GDP expected in 2023. The Fed also said the path of the economy will depend significantly on the course of the virus. The World Bank's chief economist issued a forecast that says the global economic recovery will take five years. Carmen Reinhardt said that recessions caused by the pandemic will last longer in some countries, and that poor countries will be hit harder than rich countries. Global poverty rates are expected to rise for the first time in 20 years. The number of people who applied for unemployment benefits was down for the first time in five weeks. The Labor Department says it received applications from 860,000 people, compared to 893,000 the week before. The total number of people receiving benefits from eight state and federal programs is almost 30 million. Less than 2 million people were getting unemployment checks before the pandemic began. The pace of new home construction slowed down a bit in August. The Census Bureau says it was down 5 percent from July, but was still 3 percent higher than a year ago. The slowdown in housing starts was due to a 23 percent pullback for multifamily construction, while single-family activity rose 4 percent. Confidence among single-family builders also hit a record high in September but they're concerned about higher costs for things like lumber and delivery delays. Lumber prices have risen more than 170% since April. Consumers are also feeling more confident about the economy. The University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Index rose to 78.9. That's the highest it's been since March. Mortgage rates rose just one basis point above an all-time low. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 2.8% and the average 15-year is 2.3 percent. That is driving a lot of buyers to the market. Freddie Mac says first-time homebuyer activity was up 19 percent in August compared to July. And in other news making headlines, the president of the National Association of Realtors met with members of the Trump administration to talk about the federal eviction ban. Vince Malta says that NAR supports efforts to help Americans who can't pay their rent, but he says the solution must also address the financial needs of housing providers. He says we need a more sustainable solution to avoid what he calls chaos for the nation's rental housing sector. As it stands now, renters who are allowed to skip their rent payments through the end of the year will owe everything they haven't paid in January. Malta says the eviction ban is only kicking the can down the road. He wants Congress to pass legislation that would create emergency assistance programs for landlords that, are not getting their rent payments. And many parents who thought they had become empty nesters are getting their adult kids back home. The Pew Research Center says that a majority of young adults from ages 18 to 29 years old are now living with mom and dad. The percentage was 52% in July, compared with 47% in February, at the beginning of the pandemic. Pew says that brings the number of young adults living with their parents to around 26 million. Few researchers say young adults have been particularly hard hit by this year's pandemic and economic downturn, and 23% moved back home from college campuses that had closed. Some 18% moved back for financial reasons such as job loss, and 9% say they went home because of the virus. Demand for housing is so strong in Detroit that both buyers and renters have to act quickly to get what they want. The managing editor of Rent.com described the situation as kind of wacky right now. Brian Carberry says, The weirdest thing about Detroit is that it's following a normal trajectory that we would expect in a non-pandemic year. House hunters say there are a lot of renters looking and not a lot of homes for rent. Realtor William Kalpist told a local TV station, Single-family rents are skyrocketing right now, and the opposite is happening with multifamily." He also noticed a lot of people moving from the city into the suburbs. At Real Wealth, we've found the same, that Detroit offers some of the best cash flow and appreciation in the country. It may seem a bit surprising, but you can find out more at our website at newsforinvestors.com. You'll get referrals to property managers and rental property providers recommended by our 52,000 members at Real Wealth. Again, you can check that out at newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors.